Hey there, Subscription Box Basics fam. Julie here, and I've got some super exciting news for you. My favorite event of the year is happening in less than two months. For those of you who don't know, it's called Sub Summit, and it's the conference for Subbox businesses. Renee and I are going to be there, and you could potentially join us for free. You can learn more at subsummit.com, but don't wait too long because ticket prices are going up soon. Come on, let's make some memories together at Sub Summit. So, you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball, a subscription box coach, and your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs that want to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey guys, and welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. I'm your host, Julie Ball, and today's episode is the third episode in a series with Mario from CreateJoy. He is the Senior Director of Seller Success. And in the last two episodes, we talked about pricing strategies. We talked about product pitfalls, things that will just break you in the end, you know. And today, we're talking about feedback, how to get it, and what to do with it. So, Without further ado, I'm just going to jump right back into the conversation with Mario Barrett of CreateJoy. This can be a scary topic because we all want to hear when we're doing well, but none of us want to hear when we're not doing well at something. Like if someone doesn't like the box, especially if they email you in all caps and tell you they don't like the box, it doesn't feel good. So today I'm talking to Mario Barrett um, at CreateJoy and Mario, what do you think about getting feedback? Um, What do you see people in the industry doing now? Like how often are they asking for feedback? How are they gathering it? And then we'll we'll take it a step further of like what to do with that information. Yeah, so um, you have two people or two types of people out there. People that don't ask for feedback and people that do ask for feedback. So Mm -hmm. in the the ask for feedback camp, um, as we break it down, we can go into the details, but they're asking all the time, like literally all the time. And it's almost through every channel they engage with you on, whether that's in an email, like a newsletter that they're just trying to update you on, whether that's in support, whether that's just any any routine product feedback or individual box feedback, they're trying to get you to tell them more because Mm -hmm. they're trying to learn. And the most successful boxes are the ones that are learning from their customers and engaging with them and figuring out how do we adapt our product to serve their needs. And, and I'm happy to talk about what I'm seeing people do that I think is super um, innovative and super successful because yeah. it's not only, yeah. So like, but I mean, on the marketplace side, we say, if you're not asking people for reviews, you're missing a huge opportunity to show the value proposition of your box from the consumer uh, like content side. So every month you should be asking, I mean, you can ask everyone or you can find your, like your stalwarts. You're, you're like most, rabid customers and say, Hey, Julie, you love the box every month. Go leave me a review on CreateJoy. That would be a huge win for me. Please do that. If you love it and it helps us grow, we can deliver better services and products um, to you as we grow. Please help me grow this business and like really have that type of touch point and that type of relationship with your customers. Uh, so it doesn't matter where you're selling eBay, Amazon, Etsy, it, you want reviews and right. you want reviews which means you have to deliver a good product experience. The, uh, the next thing that people are doing is they're asking for actual product feedback. So they're sending follow-up emails every single month that is break, they break apart all the products in the box 
they take a picture, and then they ask you, rate each product. Tell me what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, if you want to see more of that, if you want to see less of that. And so what they're building is a database per customer about what customers are interested in. And that data is extremely powerful because this is what you can use to negotiate with vendors and brands in the future as you start to grow. Say, look, this is my audience. This is who buys from me. This is my brand package. And every single month that I put your product in the box, I will give you detailed feedback based on my customers on what they thought about your product. And that that. is invaluable to these brands because they don't get that feedback. And it's, it helps them get better too. So these are things that you can do. And and that helps like the buyer, your customer feel like they're empowered too, because you're soliciting their, their feedback. I mean, anytime a brand asks me like, how did you like this? Like, what could we do to make it better? I want to tell them, I want Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, this is awesome. Do nothing. I love it. Or it's like, Oh, you know what? Like the, the shoes ran small or like they, something ran out or like, I, I didn't like the way the shirt fit or whatever it is. Like, I think that's very powerful and you should like not be afraid to ask people for their, their uh, opinion on your products. So are they asking for each month's box? Like they're yeah. sending out that same survey. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, uh, I mean, you can do this pretty easily, pretty quickly in like type form and it looks, yeah. and it looks really nice. Yeah. We and, use type form. Yeah. And I, I think they look great and I, and you can be like really fun with it too. Like you can be on brand. So if you have like a quirky brand, you could be like, if it's not from like zero, to 10 it's from like mud puddles to unicorns i mean like it's like you can do like really catchy things and be oh on i brand love that idea like really, yeah so you can actually communicate with people in a lot of different ways you can leverage social for feedback which some of these brands that build their own communities they definitely do that and yeah. so they're they're not just like being like hey tell me what you think about this lipstick or whatever it is they're watching how people communicate with one another about how they're using the product. Mm-hmm. And then, and they're actually able to adapt their product and then start engaging the audience with, Oh, you're actually using this for this way, or this is how you like to engage with the box. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And they can start to adapt. I love that. I, right now, what we do is we send out a survey only twice a year. So it looks as though, or it sounds as though that might be something that we need to ramp up for sparkle hustle grow is ask for more feedback more regularly. And I love the idea of actually putting images of the, the items so they can see what that item was and leave specific feedback that then you can share with the vendor. That is such good advice. Thank you for sharing that. Um, we will leave a link in the show notes for Typeform. Typeform is a survey software, essentially. You can create quizzes, surveys, um, questionnaires, all kinds of things on there. But you also could use something as simple as what, like Google Docs um, or SurveyMonkey, something like that. But Typeform, if you upgrade, it allows you to brand it with your colors, with your logos, and and have um, some really kind of more advanced features, which might give you some of that feedback that those vendors want. And, And if you spoon feed vendors information like that, they're probably going to be more willing to work with you, not only on like custom products maybe, but on pricing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You're, you're a marketing service at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it not, not directly, but indirectly. And, and you want to be able to convey that message. Like we're not just sending your products. We're actually advocating for people to use your product in the way that it's intended to be used. And then we mm-hmm. want to give you information back on how they used it. I mean, it's like pretty powerful. Yeah. 
One of the biggest ways that we use feedback is we have a private Facebook group for our subscribers. And if we're looking at a product and maybe there's three or four versions of it, maybe different colors or maybe different, um, different print, we will post it in there and ask them to vote on it. And so that's a really super easy way to one, get some feedback because they're going to tell you if they like it or if they don't, um, they're going to two help you pick the one that you eventually land on. You know, if they, if more people voted for print a over print B, then that decision is no longer weighing on your shoulders. (laughs) You know, they've made that decision for you. Oh, that's Um, a good idea. That's a great idea. Thank you. Even before you order anything, you know, you're going to have great customer satisfaction. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And then the third thing, that does is it makes your customers feel heard. It gets them involved in the process of picking the items. And as a consumer, I think that's super fun. But as a business owner, um, I want them to make those decisions for me. I want them to get involved. So I don't want to disappoint them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. So we've got ask people for reviews. That was your first um, piece of advice. Your second one was ask for product feedback. And then my third one was ask them what they want, you know, let them vote on things. And you can do that in a private Facebook group, or you could do that on your public social media. Those, when we post those on our social media, they're always one of the kind of categories of posts that get the most engagement. People Mm -hmm. love to tell you what they want. They love to share their opinion. (laughs) Oh yeah, I agree. And you know, the, and the one other thing I've seen is, and I think, I don't know if you all do this, but like how, how more of the influencer crowd that has started boxes are, are leveraging their channels is they're doing like personal unboxings with their private community where they mm. can actually help you use the product and engage with you. And they do like a Facebook live. And so you yes. can ask questions. Yes. It's, it's kind of, it's very unique and cool. It's not, and not everyone can do that because it really depends on the product that you're selling, but mm-hmm. it's a, just another way to engage. At the end of the day, it's, you know, engaging with that customer, making sure they, they have that connection with you and they want to keep buying from you and your box. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. We actually do that. We we do the video on our Facebook page and then we do it for our private um, Facebook group as well. And I like to tell people why I chose it and how I specifically use those products. Um, and it gives people ideas like maybe if the intended use of the product wasn't something that they would need. But if I show them, well, I also use it for this, it kind of opens their mind to liking that product a little more. It also opens the conversation for customer service because I always say in those videos, if you have a problem with one of your products, like if, if there's something that's broken or if there's something that's missing, you can email us at support at sparklehustlegrow.com and give us a chance to make it right. And by saying that, um, we, we do get emails if there was something missing because we're, I mean, our boxes are still hand-packed. We're human. We're going to make mistakes sometimes. But by kind of bringing it to their attention that we want that chance to make it right really um, helps us with our customer service. Yeah, that's brilliant. Thanks. Brilliant. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we've talked about some ways that you can get feedback. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, what to do with it. As you mentioned, you can provide feedback to vendors to kind of strengthen your relationship. You can use it to make decisions. Um, So what do you think about when you get bad feedback? What do you, what do you do with the bad feedback? So bad feedback is interesting because it depends how you qualify bad feedback. So like bad, like if so unhappy feedback can still be good feedback or could be bad feedback. Um, and, and so like if someone's not giving you constructive feedback, that's one thing. And so mm-hmm. you always want to try to like 
turn anything around to be constructive and to like, understand like the, like the root of what someone's trying to like convey to you. And not just like, I hated your product, but it's like, what exactly were you hoping to get, get mm-hmm. out? How did we miscommunicate? Like what, what can we do to improve? And like, and you want to like turn them around from like a detractor to someone who's positive and who wants you and wants to promote your brand. And if you can give them that ability to, to kind of turn that around, um, that, that's always very, very helpful, but it's not always possible. Um, is there an, any other way you're thinking of bad feedback here? Because like when I think of bad feedback, it's like, I don't like your product or it's like you have a terrible company or, I mean, some of it, you're just like, thank you so much for your time. I mean, right. But, have a good day. <laughs> yeah. Like, have a good day. Please, please don't let the sun shine on anyone else either. Thank yeah. You. I mean, like, I mean, some bad feedback comes in, like you said, it's not even constructive. It's just, they might be having a bad day. They might be taking it out on you. And some of those customers, we don't, we don't want them as our customer because we're not yeah. going to ever make them happy. So sometimes we're okay with letting that customer go. It's kind of like a breakup, you know? Um, but I'll tell a quick story about how some negative feedback actually helped us make a new business decision is we had a, in our private Facebook group, we had a subscriber complaining that she had enough stuff, but she still wanted to be a part of the community and she still wanted the trainings because we provide books and trainings. But she had, her desk was already overflowing with stuff and she wanted to kind of go a more minimalist way. And, you know, the first time I saw it, I was like, well, I guess we're not the box for you. But then, you know, 10 or 20 deep, people were saying, me too. I just, I get so much value out of this community and the training is, is why I really subscribe. Then it, you know, when we started, started seeing all these other people saying me too, then we realized, okay, this is a conversation we need to have. How can we retain these customers, but not overwhelm them with the stuff? And when I say the stuff, there's my air quotes, um, all the things that are inside, because we like to think of Sparkle Hustle Grow as more than just a box of stuff. So out of that somewhat negative feedback was born our mini mailer. And our mini mailer includes just the book, the training, and the community. They don't get any of the office supplies or the tech gadgets. And even, you know, while this isn't the biggest stream of revenue for our business. It did retain some really, really good loyal customers and it's a great profit margin. So it was, you know, a win-win for everybody. That's a great example, Julie. I mean, that the bad feedback to actually turn in a way to downsell someone and keep them and like really expand or extend their LTV, which is amazing. Yeah. We were really lucky in that we were able to kind of take a step back from being hurt from the feedback. And that's something that I I really think we just need to talk about for a quick second is um, I think a lot of us, since this is a hustle for us and this is, um, this is something that we are growing. It's homegrown. You know what I mean? We're building this business from home. A lot of us are responding to the customer service emails as you know, we're also the CEO and the operations manager, as you mentioned, like we wear so many hats and it can become really exhausting to deal with, um, customer service, especially if there is a common problem that you're fixing over and over again, or if it was just a bad shipment or whatever. Um, so I think it's important to say that if this is something that really is a struggle for you, that might be one of the first things that you delegate is that customer service is mm-hmm. to let someone else handle the customer feedback and the customer service, and then they can provide you 
with a big picture. Say, oh, in, in this month's box, this was the favorite, this was not the favorite. And this, or this is a common problem that I'm seeing in customer service. Let's talk about it and let's address it. So if this is something that, if customer service and bad feedback is something that really puts your mind in the wrong place or like, you know, it really brings you down, then I would con- say consider delegating that customer service um, so that you can take that off of your plate and focus on your business. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's, yeah. uh, that's usually the first thing that we see go for, for sellers who are scaling. It's, it's the customer service because yep. like once you do it for a while, you kind of get it. And yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you know the themes and you hopefully put a process in place that's easily repeatable. And then someone else can pop in there and pretty much like operate from day one. It's, a, it's like the lowest bar as far as what someone needs to be trained on. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was the first thing I outsourced. Oh yeah. It's, and you get so much time back too, which is oh, yes. and, and sanity. I would think sanity too. Cause like it can be de- like demoralizing sitting in support if people are upset. I know it, it's just sometimes not fun. I agree. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about how to get feedback. So using things like type form, using things like surveys and social media, we talked a little bit about what to do with it to actually use it to pivot if you need to, to improve things, to change your business. Is there, are there any last bits of advice um, that you'd like to share about getting feedback and what to do with it? Yeah. So the, the only last thing you can do with feedback is like, you, you want to have it as like, when someone's really happy, you need to save that and you need to take credit and you take those wins and use that for like quotations on your website or anything you can like use to market your product. Because if you're going to go pitch and try to get some earned media, or if you're trying to do anything in that realm, like you want like positive subscriber feedback. Like let's say you're trying to go to a company and like pitch, like, hey, you should buy a hundred boxes for me this Christmas for your employees. This is what my customers are saying, and you have like all this positive feedback, like best box ever, changed my life, best thing in the world, like oh, perfect for the like dad of two kids, like, and it fits their profile. They're like, oh wow, like, people actually like this, and so you can leverage it. That's a tool you shouldn't like let go away and squander. I'm so glad you brought that up. We do that here at Sparkle Hustle Grow and we have folders, like virtual folders called love notes. And Mm -hmm. so we've got one in our project management software and then we have a shared iPhone album that each of my team has access to. And if we see someone that posts about Sparkle Hustle Grow or is raving about it or has left a good review, we'll screenshot it and we'll put it in our love notes folder. And not only is it there and handy for, just like what you said, if you are approaching a company to pitch them for a bulk order, or if you need to show some of these, um, some of those love notes to a vendor, for example, it's all right there. But also, if you're having a bad day and you start to read back through those love notes, it can really shift your perspective and really kind of raise your vibe back up so you can put your game face back on and, and get in the game. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a great great piece of advice there at the end because you do need that sometimes yeah. you need that <laughs> you're you're sometimes like sailing on a boat by yourself in the middle of the ocean and it's good to know some people are out there that appreciate yes. the work you're doing yeah it is awesome well thank you so much mario this has been so fun to interview you and to have you on the podcast talking about some of these really important topics um, if people want to get more information about you and create joy where's the best way to to follow like industry trends and what's going on. 
So to follow what's going on, we, we try to post as much as we can in subscription school. That's the, uh, the open group on Facebook or the Createjoy merchant community. So if you're over, I think it's 100 subscribers, you can join the merchant community group. And so everyone in there has got over 100 subscribers. So the things they talk about could be a little bit different than the subscription school group. Mm-hmm. Um, on our blog, we, we try to update it with, uh, with anything that's coming in. Now, as far as like our business blog and Coitua.com, I think mm-hmm. sports slash sell is that website. And that should have some relevant information for anything related to subscription boxes in general. And most recently we posted a like kind of like resources for COVID-19. So if, yeah. if, you, if you're a small business and you need to get access to things, go there. We're trying to figure out things that we can give you to help. Um, otherwise, email us, sellersuccess at createjoy.com and we'll see what we can do to help you. Awesome. Yeah, I shared that blog post and I'm in all of those groups. So I will make sure that all the links will be in the show notes for everyone to follow along. Thank you again, Mario. I really appreciate your time. And thanks everybody for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. 